and he interpreted their dreams. The Bible tells us that they were sorrowful in the morning, but he interpreted their dreams, and the, the cupbearer was happy. And the other one told him, so you will die in three days. So you in three days you will be restored. See? And solving that man's problem, watch this, became his gateway to his promotion. Every time you solve a problem or meet a need for someone, you're opening the door to your next level. He did not know that if he solved that thing for that man, this was the door. He just did it. The guys were sorrowful. They had a bad dream. Hallelujah. Let's, let me read it to, to you. I don't think I have the time. But Genesis chapter 40. Write it down. From verse 1. To verse 23. Write it down. They had a dream. They were sad in the morning. The Bible says when they brought these men to the prison, the, the keeper of the prison put these men under Joseph's care. Now the cupbearer in any kingdom is the most trusted man in the kingdom. Because everything they bring to the king to eat or drink, he will test it first. He's the most trusted man. And now you are the keeper of the prison. And the, the, the king's most trusted man has offended the king and you put him under Joseph. See, see, see the, the credibility, the honor Joseph had because he was a doer of everything they did. So you need to change your attitude to work. Work is not punishment. Work is opportunity. Are you following me? Work refines. Before long, Joseph was, was in charge. He solved the problem for the people. For the customer, so to say. Are you solving problems for your customer? Customer, you are ripping them off. Don't forget, most businesses grow by people telling people. Don't forget that. Most businesses grow by people telling people. So if you create the wrong memories and these your customers are offended, I'm sorry for your business. So you, 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 you can't rip everybody off forever. So is this that guy? No, no, no. I've done business with him. That guy. Why you? Heavy why you? See, the, I know him. See the receipts now. See the. I have to start doing with this one. Don't forget I told you, either be remembered by the problem you solve or the problem you create. We create memories in our relationships. So the customer comes in good faith. I told you the greatest commodity in business is trust. He comes to you in good faith. And you ripped him off.
And don't forget, networking happens every day, 24-7. People telling people, people telling people, people telling people. Even churches grow by people telling people, people telling people. Most of the biggest churches in the world will still tell you that the attendance increases not just by just being on TV or on radio, but people telling people. So every customer counts. Every individual counts. What kind of memories are you creating? Memories that will bring them back or memories that will keep them away? Don't forget, people want to go where they are celebrated, not where they are tolerated. So if you don't have any value for your customers, how are they going to come back? How did I get here? I'm supposed to be a business entrepreneur. Are you getting something out of this? I wonder what memories you're creating. Efficiency. I remember a young man I met in 2002, February 2002, during the opening times of my youth service. And about two years ago, that's 2010, a colleague in the ministry saw me and said, oh, so-and-so said that he has never forgotten the time you spent with him. He has never met anyone like you. That he said he wants you to come over to Calabar and spend some time with him. You create memories. The last time you spent in your cousin's house, two sheds were missing. You believe in take it by force. Two sheds were missing. Uncle, can I come back? No. <laughs> he remembers. Two shirts were missing. You think they didn't know because they didn't call you. They didn't want to embarrass you, embarrass you because they have money. Two shirts. Could be money. Could be whatever. Something was missing. You created a memory. Hallelujah. Ephesians 6. Verse 5. Servants, be obedient unto them that are your masters according to the flesh, with fear and trembling, in singleness of your heart as unto Christ, not with eye service as men pleasers. He says, don't do eye service as men pleasers because you're not working for your boss. A man said his boss came to him and said, um, I want you to lie to this customer and say this and say this and say this and say this. And he said, sir, I cannot lie. Sir, but I'm your boss. He said, sir, if I can lie for you, I can lie to you. He builds trust. 
If I can lie for you, I can lie to you. So from that day, he became his boss most trusted confidant. I told you, character sustains success. Character is who you really are. There's a difference between character and behavior. Character is deeper. You can behave in a certain way, under certain conditions. But character is revealed. When we are under pressure, character is revealed. When nobody is looking, character is revealed. When we want to really be ourselves. And that is the, the real foundation that sustains your success. Not with eye saves as men pleasers, but as the servants of Christ. Where? In the office. As the servants of Christ. Where? In the office. So in that office, you are working for Jesus. So you resume Elian and everybody else because they are working for the government. You are working for Jesus. Notice he says, and the Lord was with him. Before long, this is your attitude of service. This is your attitude of commitment. The Lord increases you. The Lord makes all that you do to prosper because you have a new attitude. I'm working for the Lord. And when we are working for him, he walks with us. He, walk, he walks with us. So before long, you have a business. Your business is thriving. Your business is growing. Why? Because he's a partner with you in this business now. Not looking for opportunity to do less. Jesus Christ said, I must walk the works of him that sent me while it is day. For night cometh when no man can walk. He walked with a sense of urgency. Are you following me? Quickly, let's run. He says, not with eye service as men pleasers, but as the servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. Notice, it says, walk is the will of God. See? It's the will of, I want to know what is the will of God, but I should go to work today. Yes, it is the will of God. It's the will of God. Verse 7, with good will doing service. As to the Lord and not to men with goodwill. See, listen, when you are serving that customer, serve him. As somebody working for the Lord, serve him with an attitude, with fear and trembling. Because every customer is an opportunity. <laughs> but in any case, let me just flow with him because I'm wandering into this business stuff. There could be somebody here who is praying for this. Every customer has an opportunity. It says with goodwill, doing service as to the Lord, not unto men. So how would you treat the Lord? If the Lord was your boss. If the Lord was your client. Verse 8. Knowing. This is factored on a knowledge. Knowing that whatsoever good thing 
any man do it, the same shall he receive of the Lord, whether he be born or free. Knowing. There's a, there's a knowledge that is guiding us. Knowing. Knowing. That whatsoever any man do it, the same shall he receive of the Lord. So now your work becomes a place of worship. You see, we come to service, we lift up our hands and, and sing all those good songs and praise God. But listen to me. In your place of work, you're working for the Lord. You thought, you, you thought, you thought these clients that you're ripping off, you, you just succeeded with it. I'm not saying you should not make profit. Are you following me? But don't deceive people. Don't rip people off. First Thessalonians 4. Let me show you something. We are preparing for success. People God can trust with his billions. Because the earth is the laws and the fullness thereof. People God can trust. Hallelujah. Are you there? I said, are you there? First Thessalonians 4, are you there? Talk to me now. Are you there? Verse 2. For you know what commandments we gave you by the Lord Jesus. This is the will of God, even your sanctification, that you should abstain from fornication. It's the will of God that you abstain from fornication. That every one of you should, should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor, not in loss of concupiscence, even as the Gentiles which know not God. Now, look at this. Verse 6. That no man go beyond and defraud his brother in any matter. Because that the Lord is the avenger of all such. As we also have forewarned you and testified. For God has not called us unto uncleanness but unto holiness. He therefore that despised it, despised not man. But God who has also given us his Holy Spirit. See? He's letting you know how to live your life. You're not ripping people off. You're not. I said, you're not. He says, the Lord is the avenger of all such. The individual may not even know you ripped him off. But he says, the Lord will take up that cause against you. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Are you following me? Paul says, we have forewarned you and testified. Hallelujah. Go to Ephesians 6 again, please. Are you preparing for success? You're going to work. You're going to you do your job well. Do your job well. You give it an extra 10%. That's 110%. You give that extra 10%. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Verse 8 again. Knowing that whatever good thing any man doeth, the same shall he receive of the Lord, whether he be bond or free. He says the same shall he receive of the Lord. He says God will repay. The way you're handling your job. The way you're handling your clients. The way you're handling your customers. He's watching you. 
The way you treat that work is watch because he's the one that promotes us. Promotion doesn't come from your boss. Say, my name was not on the list. My name was not on the list. Are you doing as much as you should do or you're doing less? I want you to think about it. The Bible says, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. I'm a grace preacher, and I won't stop preaching grace. And Paul was a grace preacher. Ephesians is a grace scripture. First Thessalonians is a grace scripture. Then the next one I'll read in closing, Colossians, is also a grace scripture. You do your work without extra 10%. You, 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 do, you do more than is required. The client comes to you and, you, and the person is so silly and says, um, I want you to do this thing for me and um, I, I don't even know what to do. So what are you saying? He said, boy, uh, I don't know what they call it, JJC or something. He said, okay, I'm going to rip this guy off. Don't do it. This guy is an opportunity. This is a gateway to your next season. This is a gateway to your next level. How are you going to handle it? So how much have you been doing this thing? You say, okay, I'll take this amount of money. Then somebody's talking to him and saying, say, I've seen somebody. This is how much you collected from me. He did the, cap, the, the shelf well for me. He's a good carpenter. He was, he was cheaper. See, now he made this one. Ah, for this, I'm, yes, I'm telling you. And now... You have more clients. There's someone that was selling something. I won't tell you what the person was selling. And I pay attention to details. So I asked the individual, I said, what is your cost price? I just want to know. The person told me. I said, okay. So the next time we're talking... I said, what is the cost price? Person changed. And I said, the last time you said this, I said, so you lied. Oh, I'm so sorry, sir. <laughs> I'm so sorry, sir. Then somebody else bought that thing at a cheaper price. I went to the individual. I said, see, you've broken trust. So your cost price was actually 8,000 naira. And you're ripping everybody off. He said, the worst thing you should you ever do in your life is to cheat a Christian. There are people out there who are also paying attention to details. I told the individual because I was the individual's pastor. If I was not the individual's pastor, I would have said nothing. But if someone meets me and says, where did you get this from? I would have said, ah, no, no, don't go there. I found somewhere else cheaper. Individual created a memory. 
I wonder how many customers you've lost. Because they found out that you were lying. See, when you, when, you, when you want to build a business that will last for the next 60 years, 80 years, 100 years, it was a built on the foundation of character. It was a built on the foundation of integrity. Sure. It's not all about money. With integrity, you build trust. With trust, you build a following. Your customers keep on coming. With a following, you build a momentum of income. See? The money will keep on coming in. Are you preparing for success? Colossians 3, let's close quickly. Has it been a great service? Say this with me. Character sustains success. Say it again. Say character sustains success. One more time. Character sustains success. Write this down if you're writing. Character breeds respect. Integrity breeds respect. Character brings respect, breeds respect. David behaved himself more wisely than the servants of Saul. And what happened? And his name was much said by. His name was dear. And it was highly esteemed. It breeds respect. So if you're not a person of character, <laughs> Before long, your name will bad taste in people's mouth. Are you following me? So you need to understand these principles I'm teaching you. These are principles that people have lived out in the world. And these are time-tested principles. I, I told them in first service about a businessman in the world. is a billionaire. And he built his business on integrity. An unbeliever. And that's Warren Buffett. Now, if it's required from an unbeliever, how much more are you a believer? Colossians 3, are you there? Verse 2. Verse 22, rather. 22. Servants, obey in all things of masters according to the flesh, not with eye service as men pleasers, but in singleness of heart, fearing God. I told you, your approach to your work is a revelation of your spiritual life. You cannot claim to be a powerful Christian and be indisciplined at work. Never submit your reports. 
I can tell you that your prayer life is not consistent. I can tell you. You never go to work. What you're told to do, you don't do it. You find excuses. I can tell you. Hallelujah. As the pastor of this church, I, I, if you walk close to me, you find me, I always say, I say, we are working for God. We are working for God. The minister was telling me how he spends his church money anyhow and anyhow and any. He was just telling me, telling me, telling me. I said, see, I can't do what you're doing. He said, because I fear God. And his life has been one trouble after the other. He looks successful. But he shared his pain with me. The, the, the things that have happened to him. That have never happened to me. That will never happen to me. Because the Lord is the avenger of all such. What do we mean? Is it God that will take, bring evil to you? No. You open the door to the devil. See, when you sow those wrong seeds, you open the door to the devil to get into your life and bring wreck havoc. This is fearing God. You're rushing to work in the morning. Ah, they're wondering, see, are you not a civil servant? <laughs> but you're different. You know where you want to go. Because when you have your business, you want your staff to come early. Because it says, whatsoever any man doeth, the same shall he receive from the Lord. And I found out those who steal money, watch this. Those who steal money from the government to start their business, when someone starts their business, they always have people stealing from them. Their business, someone is always stealing. You think you're getting away with your bad deeds? We are preparing for success. If an unbeliever, like Warren Buffett, an unbeliever, can value integrity, Telling the truth is a billionaire, an unbeliever. But we Christians, we want the shortest route to success. The shortest route or route, if you want to pronounce it that way. We want the shortest route to success. Just fearing God. Fearing God. Many times in his life, his business would have been shut down. His business would have been shut down. But his character stood up for him. His reputation stood up for him. So rich. Verse 23. And whatever you do, do it happy as to the Lord 
and not unto men. He says, do your work from your heart. That job they gave you, you are a driver. Drive your boss like you are driving Jesus. Do it from your heart. As the customer enters into your taxi, whatever you do, drive it, walk with the fear of God. Your own walk, it says, with the fear of God. You went to see somebody. You cheated the person. You entered back. Came down. Gave Okara. The man said, I don't have change. He said, let me find change. The tongue like this, the bike is gone. You say, may God punish you for stealing my money. <laughs> the angel of the Lord said, you just stole her. <laughs> You're all in the same camp. <laughs> Fearing God. You know, people call me and say they want to give me like tight. They are tight. I say, I'm not your pastor. Pastor, please. We are getting our meat from you. I say, I'm not your pastor. If I'm your pastor, you'll be in this church. Carry your tithe to who you call your pastor. And I said, wow. Bring the money. Did I send your pastor not to teach you the word like you're getting it from radio and TV? Bring the money. No. Send it to your pastor. Send it to your pastor. Say, Pastor, you are missing too much. Am I missing? I'm not missing anything. The Lord is responding to my integrity. I have saved those pastors their money. Think God will take it for granted? Watch it. You will see it with your eyes. As a sign to you that this thing called integrity, it works. Knowing that of the Lord you shall receive. Notice this. It says, knowing that of the Lord you shall receive the reward of the inheritance. Now watch this. The reward. You work for a reward. There's what we call the reward of the inheritance. There's a reward. There's an inheritance received by faith. In Christ, there's another inheritance called the reward of the inheritance. It says, For you serve the Lord Christ, but he that doeth wrong shall receive for the wrong which he had done, and there is no respect of persons. So, when you live here, run your business on integrity. I remember reading a book by a dear man of God from our country. He taught on integrity and holiness in his church. And there was this brother that his business, he was into caterpillar, spare parts, and he used to inflate his price. And for a long time, he had no customers. So I told you, people telling people. And he made up his mind, went back to his shop, brought the price down, became sincere in his business, and his business exploded. It's the Lord. The Lord made all that he did to prosper. It's the Lord you are dealing with. The Lord made all that he did to prosper. Why should God make your business explode when you are ripping off people? Why? Why should he give you more access to, to deceive many more people? Why? No, think about it. 
Why should it amplify your capacity to deceive more? You will have to make up your mind in this service. You will repent where you are. I'm not going to call you out except to give such instruction. But you're going to repent where you are to build your business and your life on integrity. Says you shall receive the reward of the inheritance. What is the inheritance? Only God knows what are the reward of the inheritance is. Say for you serve the Lord Christ. The reward of the inheritance. Only God knows what that contains. Only God knows what that means. If you would do your job well. The Bible says, speaks of the wise and faithful servant. Who when his master comes, he finds him that is given his servants meat in due season. He says, blessed is that servant. Empowered to prosper, it is that servant. And he shall make him ruler over all his goods. When I came to Yenagoa, I saw that many churches were not growing in 2005. And I bought books, plenty of them, spent money, and gave to many churches. They don't, I don't think many of them will remember who sent them. I sent it to churches, solving the problems of them, but the church is not growing. And that night, the Lord woke me up said now I have made you ruler over all my goods the reward of the inheritance bow your heads in Jesus name you're going to repent for the way you've handled your business we're looking at the business that should last for hundreds of years. It must be built on integrity. How have you handled your clients, your customers? How do you relate to your boss? How do you handle your work? We are positioning you for the next level of success in this way, for the body of Christ. A prophecy went forth by a great man of God. And said, God said he wants to put his wealth and his resources in the hands of his children. And he asked the question in the prophecy. He said, God asked, are you prepared for it? May he find you worthy. May he find you worthy. May he find you worthy. 